Radio. They asked for a podcast. We told them to do it themselves. And here it is, the Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie. Friday morning, Absolute Radio's breakfast show against all odds. Bush and I have made it through the week. Dave Berry back next week uh, with Matt as well. Uh, we've done it. We're nearly there, aren't we? Just about. Crawling over the line. We've not done it yet. No, we haven't. No. Started with a chippy tour, <laughs> then we've been eating cereal. We've put our bodies through the ringer, haven't we? The we really have. Weeks. I hope people appreciate it. Yeah, look, honestly, you should see the state of me and Richie today. <laughs> Glenn and Emma, you guys look good. Richie Thank and you. I look quite dishevelled, don't we? We were just actually uh, sharing our thoughts about two minutes ago, and uh, for those who play football manager, yep. uh, there is a scenario that uh, I think sums it up pretty well. It's when you've got an injured player, yeah. uh, and then you've got the option of giving him an injection, it'll get through a game, but then he's <laughs> out for about four months. Yeah. Or you just send him to the physio straight away. That's to, us. To summarise, Richie and I are pretty much doing this show with cortisone injections. <laughs> <laughs> just in case you were wondering. Uh, just as an aside, I went to uh, a friend's flat during the week, so I'm going to get everyone's take on this, uh, and it was very clear as soon as I set foot onto the property that I had to take my shoes off. Oh, I see. Uh, right. you know, I reckon every household in the United Kingdom is either a shoes off at the door or where your shoes go for it. In the actual house property. Do you know what I mean? Every every household in the United Kingdom. For example, our place, uh, we normally let people just walk in with shoes. I don't think I've ever asked anyone to take the shoes off at the door. Uh, Are you a predominantly hard-floored house good point yes we have wooden floorboards downstairs but we do have like a big like like a cream rug which would obviously be a danger thing yeah but uh we, we normally let people just go for it you make your own decision you can choose I what think, about you i think the moment that you invest in any carpet you become a <laughs> shoes off household because you might be um preference shoes off yeah yeah but the, i think you take it to the next level if you ask people so if i was to come to your house mm-hmm. right and i walk in with me me Doc Martins on, right, mm-hmm. just gr- come up the gravel path. Mm-hmm. Would you physically say to me, do you mind taking your shoes off? Yes, I would. Yeah. Would you really? I would. Mm. I would ask you to take your shoes off. Wow. Carpet's not cheap. Do you not feel bad about making people do that? No, I've got two pairs of slippers. I've got a uh, outdoor pair of slippers and an indoor pair of slippers. This is amazing. We need to discuss this further. <laughs> this is just the tip of the Firth iceberg we've got going on right here. Uh, we, we're not gonna, we won't find out right now, but just looking at Glenn and Emma, have a little w- workout in your mind, Richie, whether you think they are yeah, shoes no, off. I've decided already. I've yeah. got fairly good. Wow, OK. <laughs> how that's going to pan out. If you insist on listening to them in your own time, then we can't really stop you. OK, let's get on with it then. The Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie. Friday morning, Absolute Radio's breakfast show. Dave Perry returns next week. When he returns, uh, five words, five grand returns with a plot twist. Ooh. Uh, <laughs> Dave will <laughs> unveil to us all on Tuesday morning on his return. Uh, we're calling this bit of the show this morning Shoes On, Shoes Off. Uh, every household in the United Kingdom, we reckon, is divided into two camps. You either make people take their shoes off at the door or you don't, you allow them in. Uh, someone's just reacting to Richie saying that he's a shoes-off household mm-hmm. by asking the question, what happens if Richie has a party? Are there 30 pairs of shoes left outside the door? What do you do? <laughs> uh, side passage. Beg your pardon? Side passage. <laughs> <laughs> What kind of party you got going on? <laughs> uh, moving on, moving on. Uh, Richie, you've just presented yeah. Glenn Nemo with an envelope. I have, I've, I've locked in my answers. You asked me to speculate. I've written down on a piece of paper what I think they are, whether they're shoes off, shoes on people. I've given them their pieces of paper, so I can't change it. <laughs> I've locked them in. Let's start with Emma. Uh, Emma, please open your bit of paper okay. for Richie. This says... Oh. 
Shoes very much off. Very much off, yeah. Yes, that would be correct. And I actually think you shouldn't have to ask someone. I think if you go to someone's house, you should offer to take your shoes off, oh. not just charge three with your trainers on. Is it not? Yeah. It's something a bit weird, though. I do. I get my nose slightly put out of joint when I have to take, like, sit on the floor like a, like a toddler and take my <laughs> shoes off. Yeah. Why do you have to sit down on the floor to take your shoes off? Why can't you do it standing? Do you, it's do, quite difficult. Do you wear wellies all the time? I've got I've got Converse All Stars on today, right? Yeah, same. I can't I can't take them off standing up. Your tools, you'd have to be flexible to be able to reach down to your laces, I guess. It's very ungraceful me taking a shoe off. It's like watching uh, you know when they knock out a cow or something to do an operation on it. <laughs> slightly wrapped in tarp. I, I sort of bend the knee slightly, and you lift one leg up, and you rest it on your own knee yes. to take your shoe off as you're standing it. up. Genuinely, no? okay. could do. I've not got a good enough core for that. <laughs> well, that's probably my problem as well. So, Richie, 100% records so uh, far. with Emma, yeah. Glenn. Open, please open your... Uh, Richie has said Richie. shoes on. I'm a shoes off place, I'm afraid, oh, Richie. No. I'm very sorry. Oh, but it depends. I say, uh, sometimes you sort of compromise and you say, just take the one shoe off and you, <laughs> you leave your one just to make you guys feel uncomfortable. <laughs> it's I, a little taster. It's dependent, I think, on how at home you want the person to feel. Like if someone's coming round uh, just to drop something off or something like that, then you don't want them to stay for too long so you don't ask them to take the shoes off. And if you know someone's around for the afternoon, yeah. it, it's all about the sort of relationship they're like. If you go to Tesco's, they won't go, sorry, can you take your shoes off, please, before you go to Tesco's? Because they, they don't want you to hang around you're just there briefly if, if someone pops in for a cup of tea and then it ends up they want to stay longer would you then make them go back into the hall and take their I shoes I think the moment I make the cup of tea I'll be sort of like before you receive this cup of tea can you start on time those laces please it's brilliant it's good to know where you stand isn't it <laughs> The Hometime Podcast with Bush and Ritchie. It's what happens when you take out all the music, travel, news, regular news and adverts from the show. Unfortunately, it still contains the two of them talking. Uh, we're just coming up with this little rule this morning. We believe it to be true. Every household in the United Kingdom is either shoes off of the door or shoes on. Go for your life, do whatever you want. And there's a lot of fallout coming in on the text and we appreciate that. Phil Taylor says, shoes off. Otherwise, you'd never feel the full luxury of my deep shag. He, uh, he's on, on a film. warning. He's on a warning. <laughs> uh, Lee in Surbiton says, shoes off at the door, and then goes on to say, I wonder if at Emma's house you might get those little plastic bags to put on your feet, like the ones investigators have in CSI. Yes. <laughs> she doesn't <laughs> deny it. She would not deny that. Uh, Zoe says, shoes off when I sit down. I kind of okay. like that. All right. Yeah, that's a, good, that's a good rule. Like Roger says on Twitter, and I don't, I don't know whether Roger is in a place to suggest this. Roger says, taking your shoes and socks off is the male equivalent of the removal of the bra for the ladies. It's the grand <laughs> gesture to signify the end of the day. Roger's not in that position to be able to say whether that is the case or not. I like the fact that someone called Roger is getting into this kind of territory <laughs> as well. I agree. Um, there we go. But it may, is it? Maybe it is. Emma, are you having that? Is that is that true? What Roger is saying? I don't take your socks off when you get in. No. <laughs> but also, like, just get Roger, just get larger shoes. If your shoes are that uncomfortable, <laughs> yes. go a size up. Thank you for that. Right. Let's leave Roger alone. The Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie. If you're listening, it's probably not home time anymore. But we can't be bothered to think of a new name. Absolute radio. Still, the tweets and texts are coming in about shoes off at the door or not in terms of your household. Love this one from Amy Sweeney. It says, guys, we live in eastern Germany and it's common practice to take shoes off as soon as you get to someone's house, even to the point where they supply a bag of slippers, a.k.a. house shoes, for you to wear. That's, That's my absolute dream. You should be like that. a bowling alley. You say your size and then they spray <laughs> the shoes and give <laughs> spray them. That'd be so good. <laughs> Thank Brilliant. you for that, Amy. Appreciate it. 
Radio. They asked for a podcast. We told them to do it themselves. And here it is, the Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richard. Our lovely friends of Wix have given us £250 gift card and it's Mother's Day approaching fast. We thought we'd celebrate those mums out there. We've taken a mum and asked her to describe three things from the Wix catalogue, but can you guess what she's describing? Uh, let's go to our first contestant, who is Fiona. Hi, Fiona. Morning. Morning. Uh, Fiona, are your house shoes on, shoes off? <laughs> Uh, off, definitely. Slippers. What, do you provide slippers as well for guests? I do. Wow. wow. Oh, posh. Very good. You're invited around Emma's yeah. house any day of the week. Good to speak to you. And let's go to our other contestant. Who's Hayden? You all right, Hayden? Morning. You sound up for it this morning, Hayden, fella? <laughs> yes, I'm on the way fishing, so I'm excited. He's off fishing. He's off fishing. Where are you fishing? Saxmundham in Suffolk. Mm. Brilliant. What are you hoping to catch, ideally? Fish. Anything. <laughs> Anything. <laughs> shoes off or shoes on in your house, Sir Hayden? Off. That's Good. a surprise. Right, uh, we are going to play you three clips uh, using your names as buzzers. So uh, to confirm, that's Fiona and Hayden. Uh, when you think you know the answer, shout in and give us your guess. If you get the wrong answer, you'll be frozen out of the round until the next caller gives us their answer. Uh, we will then give you a clue. Uh, they are all things found in the garden. All right, does everyone understand? Yeah. Yes. Good. Right. <laughs> First person to get two correct answers wins. Remember, you must use your name as a buzzer. Let's play. Good luck, everybody. Uh, should, should we uh, introduce our mum? Here she Let's is. Hey, Bush and Richie. It's Ellie here, and I'm a mum of four. There Lovely to go. meet you. Uh, right, OK. Here is... Our first clue. Good luck. So you'd use this in the summer. You'd have your friends round for it. There's always a man that wants Hayden. to jump on it. Hayden. Hayden. You can cook your sausages on it. Hayden, so what are you going for? Hayden says barbecue is the correct... Uh, oh, well, I think it is, Ellie. It's the correct it answer. Is. Oh, that's good. <laughs> so I, I couldn't get her to stop then. I do apologise. <laughs> I was too excited. Uh, right, 1-0 to you, Hayden. Uh, Fiona, pressure's on for these remaining two clips. Uh, okay. Here's... Clue number two. It's long, it's heavy, you can plug it in, and it's brilliant for when the kids get dirty in the garden. Water goes through it, you can Hayden. wash your... Hayden again. Oh. Hose pipe. Hose pipe is not the correct answer. Not the correct answer. Fiona, it's all there for you now. What do you reckon? Oh, pressure washer? Is correct. Yes, get in. Well done, it's one all. So, a tense decider. Man, this yeah. is like the Champions League final, this. Isn't it just, yeah. Isn't it? Uh, same viewing figures, I would imagine. <laughs> Here we go. Third and final one, good luck. All right, so we've just bought one of these. Um, it's in the corner of the garden. It's full of all of last summer's festival gear. It's got Hayden. tents. In. Hayden, go. <sighs> garden shed. It's the correct answer. Well done, Hayden. Well done. Congratulations, Hayden. A £250 Wix gift card. What are you going to spend it on? Oh, I don't know. <laughs> OK, listen, Hayden, do you fancy meeting me and Richie for a drink this evening? <laughs> Yeah. Oh, he's up for it. <laughs> Bush will set that up. Uh, that was all thanks to Wix, who have a fantastic range of bedding plants in store from Monday. A triumph. Absolute Radio. If you insist on listening to them in your own time, then we can't really stop you. 
Okay, let's get on with it then. The Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie. Great to have your company on this Friday morning. It's the Absolute Radio Breakfast Show with Bush and Richie. Getting a lot of fallout from that competition. Bobby in <laughs> Doncaster says maybe Hayden needs to take up a new sport if fishing's making him that miserable. Uh, Daryl in Hawley says, nice to see Richie hasn't lost his personal touch with the listeners. I don't think any of that was uh, <laughs> that one, that. necessarily my fault. Steve Dawson says, would you really wash your children with a pressure washer? <laughs> <laughs> Do you know what? Steve raises a good point. Very good there point. Was, there was a lot else going on, so it felt the wrong time to bring that up. But please, please don't pressure wash your kids. <laughs> you can't do that. I don't want to be one of the people endorsed in that. No. But uh, do you know what? The interesting thing was, obviously we did the competition there where um, the mum was describing things, they were guessing it, but that wasn't the only idea on the table, was it? In no. terms of building up this competition. As we were putting together this week, uh, Bush and I trying to put a few uh, ideas forward. You, you maybe be surprised with the phrase putting together. <laughs> but, you know... I had thought we could run some kind of competition that was along the lines of, if your mum was a power tool, what would she be and, <laughs> what would she be and why? Uh, but it was considered that it wouldn't be right to put that forward to Wix, so we didn't do it. It didn't even get to Wix. They didn't even wow. hear about it. It's like, you know, like the, the, when a band makes an album and then there's a song that's so bad that it's on the cutting room floor. It reminds me of Bohemian Rhapsody, to be quite frank. If you watch the recent film, they didn't want to release that, but Queen did. And then look how big... And that, look how big it was. Look what yeah. happened there. You look how successful you, your feature Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you took this feature to Mike Myers and he just rejected it. <laughs> well, I mean, you know, th- that was all right. That was fine and we were very happy for yeah. Hayden. He won it and everything. But, Indeed. Uh, maybe you've got... What, what do we give it? Let's see whether it would have flown. We've got five, five minutes. Five minutes left of the hour. Yeah. So please repeat the, the, the topic of this little phoning thing. Uh, to make clear, we've got no prize left, right? So there's nothing going to win here. But if you were playing for it, if your mum was a power tool, <laughs> what would she be and why? Let's see if this flies. Absolute Radio. The Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie. It's what happens when you take out all the music, travel, news, regular news and adverts from the show. Unfortunately, it still contains the two of them talking. A little bit of very important leftover business from before seven o'clock when I appreciate some of you may have just joined us and didn't hear what happened. Uh, we did a, uh, a competition uh, with the uh, wonderful show sponsors, Wix, uh, to uh, get everyone ready for Mother's Day this weekend. Yeah. Now, it was not the competition that I had wanted to uh, put forward. It's not the competition I wanted either. <laughs> That's Hayden's fault. Only checking, Hayden. <laughs> uh, I, I'd come up with the idea of uh, trying to find out what if your mum was a paddle? What would she be and why? So yeah, if mum was a paddle from Wix. What would she be and why? It was thrown out during the ideas meeting and never even made it to the people of Wix. Management didn't want it anywhere near Wix. It was stopped in its tracks. Uh, and we've just been inquisitive to see if it had have happened. It's kind of like an indicative vote. If yeah. it had have happened, how would it have played out? Well, here we go. There's some good stuff coming in. Mark says, uh, my mum would be an electric sander as she smooths out all of our problems. Aww. That's nice, uh, isn't it? Dave, between Swansea and Cardiff, says, my mother would be a hedge trimmer because <laughs> when I was a kid, she always took too much off the top. Actually, my mum used to ruin me and my brother's hair all there the time as well. Uh, this one here from Fiona, who just lost the competition, says, my mum would be a sander because when I'm feeling rough, she smooths everything over. That's Don't no have good. a name attached to this one. Uh, my mum would be any tool that's powered by batteries because she's had three major ops, yet still volunteers in a charity shop and drives others to hospital appointments. She's in her 70s. Love, we're getting some lovely messages out of this, aren't we? Would you say that that has gone better than anyone dreamt? I think so, <laughs> mainly because of Thank the... You. This final one in from Connor in Watford who says, my mum would be a 
wrench because she does my nut in. <laughs> the Home Time Podcast with Bush and Richie. If you're listening, it's probably not home time anymore, but we can't be bothered to think of a new name. Absolute radio. Uh, we are a little bit demob happy today for a particular reason. That's right, our boss Paul is off. Management has gone. By Fred Amp and John Kander. He's off to New York, yeah. our boss Paul. It's, this is the amazing thing about this, right, our boss Paul? This is his 10th trip to New York in 10 years. It's an incredible, incredible fact. 10 times to New York. I haven't even been to America. I think I've left the country 10 times. <laughs> Genuinely, I don't think I've left the country 10 no, times. I, I would be the same. So that is an amazing migration. I don't know if they go to the same hotel or something like that, but um, they, they've got a few hotels that they normally mm. stay at. But yeah, 10 times to New York in 10 years. Some people do that, don't uh, they, they, they? They find a place they like to go to yeah. and they will go all the same. Uh, you know, like, a, a hotel or that kind of thing. It's not something that I've particularly subscribed to, mm-hmm. but I can't mock it because on on the last holiday that we did to Italy, yeah. found a hotel, uh, f- found a restaurant, and then went to that restaurant every night for the rest of that week. There you go. So even within the kind of little microcosm of a holiday, you stayed. I think loyal. it's because it's a holiday. You've saved up. You spent your money. You want it to be good. So if you found something that's good about it, then you'll just rinse it for the rest of the I week. I think you want to see as many different places as possible. Yeah. No. That's the whole point of going somewhere. I don't no. know though. But if you look, if you look back at right, all your imagine all your holidays in your timeline of your life, right? Imagine it as a graph and then plot them as you go each year up or down on a scale of 1 to 10. Mm. It might be quite swingy, might be up and down. Mm-hmm. Uh, what Paul is doing by going to the same place every year, he's guaranteeing that it's going to be good. Exactly. No, what's what he happened, he's, he's banked uh, on, you know, deal or no deal. He's taken the banker's offer and he hasn't seen what's in the rest of the boxes. It's a yes, very good point. exactly. But I, I kind of admire him for it. He's, he's not interested in going to Istanbul. He's going to New York. He knows what he likes. There will be people out there who have got higher than 10. No one can... High, 10, that's... I don't know if anyone can do higher than 10. I don't know, someone's got a holiday home. That's then, a good point. Yeah. That is a good they point. They might live there. But, uh, you know, 10 is pretty full on, mm. isn't Holiday it? audit. I propose a holiday audit. If you've got, if you've got <laughs> higher, higher than 10, returning to the same place higher than 10 times. Absolute Radio. They asked for a podcast. We told them to do it themselves. And here it is. The Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie. Absolute Radio's breakfast show, Bush and Richie. Congratulations. We've all nearly made the weekend. Yes. And we're talking about this this morning. Uh, we're a bit demob happy because our boss Paul is heading off on his holidays. He is going to New York uh, and he's been there 10 times in 10 years. And that's pretty unbelievable. He's a serial habitual returner. We thought it was unbelievable, but he's a bit of a novice compared to some of you guys. Yeah. Chris in Banstead. I've been to Cala San Vicente oh, in yes. Mallorca nearly 30 times. I'm 44. I relax the second I arrive. It's like a second home. Now, uh, Glenn mentioned this earlier on. I wonder why we need a ruling on this before we continue. Mm. Are we going to allow people who have holiday homes in on this? Because that's a bit different, isn't it? Y- yeah, but they, it's, it's not easy to just take the time off work or mm. to get flights or over time, it's still you still have to put in just as much effort. You just don't have to go online to book it. But I think these people who are going to hotels each time are probably the step above in the habitual returner yes. market. I agree. I agree. I, mean? I think second homes doesn't count. Uh, this text here says my mother has been to the same place in Israel for what, including this year, will be the twenty fourth time. She's eighty seven. No clarification as to whether this Glen on text is our Glen. We've been going to Bude in Cornwall three times a year for over fifteen years. Guilty. <laughs> <laughs> 
he loves it down there with a kiss me quick hat on and Julie says hi I've already been in New York ten times this year I'm cabin crew <laughs> oh, okay. oh get out of town. it doesn't count no. uh, right okay Sarah on the phones where are you Sarah I'm in Welling tell us how many times you've been to Las Vegas 17. <laughs> 17 times to Vegas. Wow. Is that 17 on the trot with no other holidays or is it 17 over a bigger period of years? Um, over about 13 years. A um, few holidays in between, but um, when me and my husband got together, that's the only place he wanted to go. So, so j- Just to clarify the phone line there, did you say 17 times in 13 years? Yeah. Wow. wow. What is it about Vegas that you love so much? What's so great about it? Because it is an adult playground. And do you go gambling? Do you play craps and stuff like that when you go there and blackjack? Um, I'm slot machines, but my husband was poker. Okay, do you know they've got they've got slot machines and stuff in South End? Blackpool as well. Blackpool's very, very good. <laughs> half the cost. Yeah, but... <laughs> Yeah, but we used to be a part of the Players Club. You earned your points, you got your comps, you got your free stays. Once again, I think Blackpool and Southend both got airports. <laughs> they do. Uh, actually, we did notice that they turned the illuminations off in Blackpool. Do you remember mm, when we were they there? Did, yeah. they, didn't they turn the illuminations off? It's like your dad coming in and saying, it is literally like Blackpool illuminations. <laughs> hey, one other thing. Do you, do you know any other couples or families now that you see out there because you've been so often? No, but we did used to meet friends out there. Wow, that's amazing. We'll meet you the Costa down in Leon C. That's about as far as we go. <laughs> Sarah, that's amazing. Lovely to speak to you. You too. The Hometime Podcast with Bush and Ritchie. Absolute Radio. It's Bush and Ritchie with the Absolute Radio Breakfast Show. Dave returns next week with Matt Dyson. Back off their holidays. Uh, are you a habitual returner in that you go to the same holiday place, location or resort loads of times? We're talking about this because our boss Paul is off to America today. He's been to New York ten times in ten years. Uh, ben says, Swanage endorses every year since birth, brackets 35 years. Wow. Uh, my parents and grandparents have been going for 56 plus years. There are 32 of us, all related, that go staying in the same caravan park. Do you know what? Somewhere in there there's a maths thing that needs working out. <laughs> yeah. Total number of years they've been going. And I don't have the answer. It's a Friday we ain't doing that. Reese says I've been a foot or oh, Fort Aventura, as I said. Fort Aventura, Fort Aventura in the Canary Islands 16 times. <laughs> I, thought, I, I thought he said... That Dutch. Thanks very much. I thought you said Canvey Island when I first read that text. 16 times. I carry on going back because I know I'm guaranteed good weather and a great holiday as well, which is kind of part of what of all this is about. Uh, should we speak to Karen? Here she is. All right, Karen, how's it going? Hi, darling. How are you? We're very good. Where do you go all the time? I go to La Carihuela in Spain, which is in, in the Costa del Sol, and I've been going there since 1974. Wow. Wow. And is it a little bit like the uh, the BBC soap opera El Dorado over there? No, no, not really. It was a little fishing village, but obviously it's expanded. But um, no, and I've, all my friends are out there. And I even went out there to live in the 80s when I was 18. Oops. Um, <laughs> um, <but I> <laughs> that was good times. Um, I went over there with... Two hundred pound in my pocket and stayed for four years. Well, so wow! So have you not been tempted to just like move over there? If you know, if it's so cool. Well, yeah, yeah. But now I've got a granddaughter here, and it's a little bit hard. I know it's only two and a half hours away, but um, if if I had the money, yes, I would. 
Okay, and are you ever tempted to go anywhere else, like to change it up and go to like Vegas and stuff? Are people talking about that this morning? Well, well, I, well, I was last year. Somebody took me to Venice, and, and you're, like, you're like Judith Chalmers, you are. Seems <laughs> 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 to like it. Best laugh of the morning as well. Best laugh of the morning. Lovely to speak to you, Karen. If you insist on listening to them in your own time, then we can't really stop you. Okay, let's get on with it then. The Home Time Podcast with Bush and Richie. Uh, meanwhile, what's the weather supposed to be like this weekend? Mother's Day weekend and all that kind of stuff? Saturday meant to be better than Sunday, but we'll gloss over that. Hopefully it'll be as sunny as last weekend. Last weekend was absolutely gorgeous. Kind of the first time being out for a proper walk for ages because the weather's been so grim. And we walked around Thorpe Bay, which is the nice bit at the end of the little run of beaches that I live on. Leon Sea, got South End in the middle and Thorpe Bay's the bit at the end. It's where the posher people live. Uh, we were walking down the seafront, it was beautiful. And do you know the thing that hit me was the fact that how amazing beach huts are. Uh, how amazing the price is? Uh, well, this is it. I, we were walking along, looking into these beach huts, because there were lots of people sat outside having like a typical British scene of having a cup of tea or whatever there. You know, they had all their camping gear. And I've always thought beach huts were kind of run down, like mouldy wooden things that people might keep, like, I don't know, bikes in and stuff like that, bric-a-brac. So I didn't really think people looked after beach huts. And having seen the, the, how amazing they were in Thorpe Bay, I've, I've come back thinking, I want a beach hut. I'd love a beach hut. Do you know hut. how much they cost? Well, as Richie's just alluded to, what... How, how can you like how expensive? You're talking are? tens of thousands of pounds. Really? I was going to say yeah. six figures. Really? Some of them can be. Yeah. yeah. But it's just like but unless it is property. But it's only the size of like a. It's not even a full shed it's a room. You it's are in effect. Room. You are in effect playing for a changing room because I believe most of the bylaws of beach huts say you're not even allowed to stay overnight in them. Oh really? Yeah. Mm. Actually, there's no loo in there. That's the bit that always troubles me. Is that no, no matter how nice your beach hut is, you've got to go to the public lounge. It's somewhere to go and sit and have a cup of tea and a slice of ginger cake and change when you're down at the beach. But it's so amazingly British. Honestly, we walked past <laughs> yeah. all these people last weekend and there was people having like sponge cake, there was like old people sat out there doing the crossword, there was a bloke reading out the front of his, and I just thought it would be amazing, and on top of that as well, the level to which they'd had them done out, was so good yes, they had like it all tiled in there and everything like that, it was like, um, do you remember Round the Twist, the kids TV show, yeah. mm. brilliant show, would great you ever, music, ever felt like this, strange things, things happen, happen when you're going around the twist. twist don't remember a beach hut in it, but they lived in the lighthouse by they the seaside, yeah. so I can imagine it being one of those, in that kind of area, do you know what I mean so, I mean, I don't know if there's anyone listening right now who's actually got uh, a bona fide beach hut and they're very proud of it. Oh, well, look, I mean, some of them going off on these extortionate holidays, about 600 times to these amazing destinations. They'll definitely have beach huts this lot. They'll come good this lot. Absolute Radio. The Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie. It's what happens when you take out all the music, travel, news, regular news and adverts from the show. Unfortunately, it still contains the two of them talking. Bush and Richie, Friday morning, Absolute Radio's breakfast show. Dave Berry back next week. Uh, Lee gets in touch. Idea for a new Friday feature. Bush and Richie sing classic TV themes after the impromptu rendition of the theme of Round the Twist. Uh, it would work. Good, we get it? no warning. You and I sing. So far, so good. I, I think it'd be fantastic. We had the chorus there, of course, from uh, Emma and Glenn. That was yeah. pretty good in the background. Bring in the Thank harmonies. you. Bring a bit of harmony. So uh, we should do it. We should do it. Just run this. Maybe next time we're back here covering we could get that going see what happens <laughs> it'll never happen uh, meanwhile what are you talking about covering yeah <laughs> um, 
we're talking about beach huts. I'm just obsessed with the idea of getting a, a British beach hut, having walked past them last weekend. Scott Finley says your next radio tour needs to be Britain's five best beach huts. <laughs> I'd be right, wouldn't it? Nice coastal one. Yeah, and Stu says, Bush and Ritchie, in Barry Island, South Wales, you can hire them for the day. Go to the council website. Sure, they might be the same elsewhere. See, I don't want to hire one. <laughs> I want to own one and keep all my stuff in it. Time podcast with Bush and Ritchie. If you're listening, it's probably not home time anymore, but we can't be bothered to think of a new name. Absolute Radio. Bush and Ritchie with Absolute Radio's breakfast show. Next week, Dave Berry returns, although I believe on Tuesday. I think Dyson is back Monday with Ben Burrell. And then Dave returns Tuesday with five words, five grand, and this new twist. It's like a stage return. It is, yeah, yeah, yeah. Four or five yeah. uh, installations or parts. I uh, hope you're having a good Friday morning so far. Obviously, we mentioned this before, it's Mother's Day weekend coming up. And with this in mind, we've got to share with you an interesting fact that uh, Richie and I found out during the course of the week that producer Nick told us about. Remember producer Nick? We had him on at the beginning of the week. We were trying to guess his weight. I do, yes. And he didn't know how heavy his was. No. he was, which kind of ruined the whole thing. Uh, but he then told us another thing about him that Apparently, his mum still cuts his hair. It's incredible. And just to give that a little bit of context, I don't believe that his mum is trained in haircutting in any way, shape or form. As far as we can tell, she's not <laughs> trained in haircutting. And how old is producer Nick? He's 25? 25, something like that. So uh, that's pretty astounding. And it does has given us kind of an interesting uh, idea for a phone topic that we could do, bearing in mind that we're on the eve of the Mother's Day weekend. Uh, and the question is this, what does your mum still do for you? We're going to get some amazing things here and it will it will show just quite how amazing mums as people are. They are indeed. So if your mum still does something to you, for you, not to you, that's kind of a bit weird. <laughs> not that way. Despite your age, let us know. Absolute Radio. They asked for a podcast. We told them to do it themselves. And here it is, the Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie. Mother's Day on Sunday. Make sure you're ready for it. But what does your mum still do for you? My mum still rings up, reminding me of everyone's birthday. Phil in Northampton, age 46. Do you know what? My mum still does that with me and my brother. And one other thing she does, she'll send a text to me and my brother if Clover, the butter, is on offer in any shop she sees. <laughs> that is incredible. My dad does have a tea bag. Yeah, if she's something that's normally quite expensive or premium, she'll send out the text. Yeah. On that, Jenny in Glasgow, my mum buys all my laundry powder still. I don't think I've bought any in 10 years. She just turns up with a big box saying, it was on offer. I'm 38. They love a bargain. They do love a bargain, <laughs> don't they? Glenn, for you, your mum do anything for you? Uh, yeah, my mum, uh, there's a comedy club near to my, relatively near to my parents, and so my mum collects all the brochures and puts them on my bed. So when I come home for like Christmas, I can see who was on. Oh, I guess. Oh. That's cute. Y- yeah, useless as I love, well. I, love that. <laughs> I appreciate the gesture. Have you still got your bedroom all set up at home? That's what I'm imagining. It kind of. My parents didn't move it until I was about 18, so it's a very clear snap. It's like a MySpace profile. It's a very clear <laughs> snapshot of what I was like at that time. Uh, like massive teddy bear on the bed and all that kind of stuff. Absolute Radio. If you insist on listening to them in your own time, then we can't really stop you. Okay, let's get on with it then. The Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie. No excuses for not being ready for Sunday morning, Mother's Day. We are saluting the mums of the UK today by, uh, by, by, by trying to find out what they still do for you as you are that little bit older. Vicky in Leeds says, I'm 40, my mum still buys me an advent calendar every year. That is sweet, isn't awesome. it? awesome. That's good mum work. Ange in Yates says, my mum still sends me a reminder twice a year to tell me when the clocks are changing. And Natalie says, my mum still reads me the night before Christmas on Christmas Eve. I'm 33. Brilliant. Wow. Looking forward to finding out details about this. Ben, where are you calling from? Uh, I'm not going to say. 
That's fine. <laughs> Do you know what? We like that. There's, Love it. There appears to be an element of mystique about the intel you're providing us. Uh, tell us about. Uh, tell us about what you've got. Yeah, yeah. He's, uh, I'm not even going to say what he does in the job because I think that might give it away. But it's, it's a friend of yours, then. This is to start friend, with, yeah. Yeah, good friend, work colleague, and friend. Yeah, <laughs> we work in a building trade, so right. I, I don't really want to say too much. <clears throat> okay, go on then. What, what? Tell us about him. But yeah, his his mum still shaves his back for him. <laughs> oh my. Get out of town. This is not true, man. This can't no, be it, true. No, Are you allowed to put an age for your mate? An age? Uh, no, no, because it'll give it away. I've already spoke to him and he said he's not bothered, but I think he would be if it went out. <laughs> In his 30s? In his 30s, yeah. <laughs> what, so does he go over to his mum's house and then he'll he'll lie down and then she'll shave his back? I believe so, yeah. <laughs> believe so. That is, um, and does he get a stick on the building side about it? A little bit, yeah, a little bit, as you can imagine. This is what you have mates for, isn't it? This is what it is, Moments what you have like mates this. for. Cool. Well, I'm not, I'm not giving any more away because I don't want to shame him too much. <laughs> Sorry, you said I don't want to shave him too much. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly, yeah, yeah. I, I help him out as well when he needs to. Radio. The Hometime Podcast with Bush and Ritchie. It's what happens when you take out all the music, travel, news, regular news and adverts from the show. Unfortunately, it still contains the two of them talking. Top's office nearly the weekend. This is the Absolute Radio Breakfast Show at 8.35. Uh, next week, Dave Berry is back. And next Friday, uh, the Breakfast Show live from Warner Brothers Studio Tour London, The Making of Harry Potter. Ooh. Uh, we've picked the wrong week to be here. Uh, they will be in the brand new section, which is the set of uh, Gringotts Wizarding Bank. St- please forgive me. Uh, what the hell is Gringotts Wizard- Wizarding Bank? Anyone know? what that is Richard you know what it's it is in, in the Harry Potter books it's just the it's just the bank it's just what they call the so bank it's like HSBC essentially in. yeah but they've got different currency is so there a bit where you can just pay in you know rather than having a bit where you go to the counter th- it looks very archaic in the films it's one of those ones where you have to like stamp forms and stuff like that there's nothing nothing is computer based in the wizarding world which seems ridiculous can you write a check out and then put that in an envelope with your account details on the front and just post it in just I think you in. need to write down all these questions write it down. And, uh, and Dave will be able to answer them next week when he's on set I'll leave him some and if you send it to J.K. Rowling she'll tell you who you're attracted to apparently so yeah it's a very specific thing she keeps doing I love that uh, you can see the authentic props and costumes and sets from the Harry Potter series of movies plus Dave and the team uh, doing the breakfast show if you want to be there head to absoluteradio.co.uk The Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie. if you're listening it's probably not home time anymore but we can't be bothered to think of a new name Absolute Radio Bush and Richie here with the Absolute Radio Breakfast Show Gorgeous looking Friday morning. Weather's so nice, they almost makes you want to go and play Wembley in the park or something. Oh, that'd be amazing. we got time today because we're on breakfast. Which Arsenal player are you going to be, Richie? Uh, has it got to be uh, past or present? Anyone you like. Uh, Thierry Henry. I'll be Kevin Sheedy. We'll uh, maybe meet up at 11. I think I win. I think I'll be winning that one. <laughs> Have you seen his left foot? Kevin Sheedy versus... Uh, well, it's not a football show, but anyway. Greatest left foot ever. <laughs> anyway. Uh, one of the great things uh, about uh, doing this, I'm sure Dave would say the same when he's back uh, next week. Bush and I would say the same when we're back on home time next week. We're not really in charge of this show. You are the custodians of the show. When we think we're doing something, you guys will come back and say, no, 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 I still want to talk about what you guys were talking about at ten past six this morning. We opened the show today by trying to find out whether the UK was predominantly a shoes-off mm-hmm. or shoes-on nation yep. when you get in through your front door. You must have had this before where people ask you or insinuate you should take your shoes off when you're about to come into the house. Yeah. And I think the... I don't know. 
The population is divided into two camps. Here we are, two and a half hours later, receiving this from Rob. All of a sudden. Guys, I'm a double-glazing repairman and a 19-stone ape with a big beard. I visit at least three houses a day. I always take my boots off, but I carry with me a pair of Crocs to wear in people's homes. Wow. It's respect. That's amazing. So he takes his own Crocs with him, slips the kind of booties off, puts the Crocs on, and you're away. We can't move on from shoes off, shoes on. I think uh, that's Emma's perfect house guest right there. <laughs> to be fair, if you're going around people's houses where you don't know the carpet, you don't want to have your bare socks on there. That's a good point. So you think he's impressing maybe more thinking about himself? Yeah. Uh, this one by the brilliantly named Barry Frame. What a cracking name. <laughs> he should do windows. Yeah, that'd be, he's literally missing out. He says, there's nothing worse when asked to take your shoes off and you have a hole in your sock. Do you know what? The number of socks I have that got holes in. It's we, embarrassing. We have a, a similar problem. That we Is it same for you? My toe bit goes through my all of my socks. Yes. All of my the socks. The big toe. Always. What I do then is I switch the socks over because then the hole is in front of your little toe and it's... It's never going to go through. Yeah, that's nice. it. So you get an extra bit of life out of your socks. So Glenn's just solved our problem. I can't work out whether I'm buying poor quality socks or whether I need to cut me nice. You're very hot toes that are burning. Oh, let's leave that one just there. Absolute Radio. The Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie. Genuine question, if you were offered the choice right now between bangers is in an hour of just absolutely brilliant songs to get you in the weekend and then just a load of really nice cooked sausages, what would you go for? Oh. But you have to choose one, like, within ten seconds. Uh, sausages. Yeah, I'd choose sausages <laughs> as well, but we've got a great song for you. <laughs> no. uh, listen, you were saying earlier on, Richie, about picking up on stuff that we'd mentioned earlier on on the show. Yeah. Uh, what about this to pick up on something that we mentioned? Was it yesterday on the show? A little bit of this. <laughs> <laughs> Some That's context right. is really important uh, here. We learned yesterday that Richie's first ever gig was where... It was the Bournemouth International Centre. It was uh, Louise on tour solo after she uh, moved on from Eternal. And it was it was just kind of came out of the fact that tonight we're taking our six-month-old daughter, Thea, to go and see Doves at yeah. the Royal Albert Hall for the Teenage Cancer Trust gig. She's got a cool first gig. Very cool first gig. So it was by chance you mentioned Louise. Would you believe it in the papers today? This is unbelievable. Uh, she's got a comeback single. She's making a comeback, is You're Louise. Kidding. Really? Yeah, her new single is called Stretch which is interesting. Uh, it's got a brand new video. She's looking good in it as well, and apparently she might be doing some gigs and tours and stuff like that. And I never thought she, I'd She's see on the her. West End at the moment, around the corner from us. Is she really? She's she? in 9 to 5, the Dolly Parton musical. Well, I oh. never. So Louise is more relevant than we first thought mm. here. Do you know what I mean? And everyone laughed at me. Yeah, well, I know. You're Trendsetter. Trendsetter. Finger, finger on, on the, the pulse. pulse. Thank you. <laughs> finger on the pulse. It's a slippery slope. I tell you what, if she does any tours, we're getting Richie some tickets. for a podcast we told them to do it themselves and here it is the hometime podcast with bush and richie one breakfast show seven different playlists and you know what we um we had a chinese takeaway last night and we ended up going through the menu it's a bit like this <laughs> richie and i've got a spreadsheet of all the songs that are going out on all the different radio stations and of course you can choose which one you want to hear uh, seven columns 11 rows it's, it's quite it's quite tricky to read eyes down mm. uh, so if you were listening on absolute radio oasis acquiesce Obviously, yeah. if you are listening on Absolute Radio seventies, touch different ABBA, Super Trooper. Up next on seventies, by the way, a taste of honey by Boogie Oogie Oogie. That's <laughs> not bad, is it? I think it could be Boogie Oogie Oogie by a taste of honey. Oh, is it? See, <laughs> this is my problem, right? Absolute Radio seventies, great. I've got no idea what any of it is. 
<laughs> it might as well be in like German. Uh, how about ACDC by You Shook Me All Night Long? That's good, yeah. That's I love that. Life. Really, really good <laughs> band. Uh, should we just get on with this? Yeah. Here we go. I'm just tired. Absolute Radio. If you insist on listening to them in your own time, then we can't really stop you. OK, let's get on with it then. The Home Time Podcast with Bush and Richie. The Absolute Radio Breakfast Show on a Friday morning. Hope you are enjoying our bangers. And we started this off by talking about uh, bangers in terms of songs, but bangers also in terms of sausages. And I feel like the sausages have mainly overshadowed the remainder bit of the show. A lot of sausage chat coming in. Anthony says, hashtag sausage talk. Nothing beats a good rough cut Toulouse sausage. I make all my own sausages and I'm quite partial to a duck leg and foie gras sausage. That sounds rather Is high that, end. Yeah, Henry VIII over there. I think I'm a little bit more like a big lad on Twitter. Meet Is that Je- his actual name? <laughs> yeah. Be glad. Uh, meet Jenga. Meet Jenga. What a great premise, right? So he sent a picture of six Cumberland sausages yeah. in their straight rather than ring format. Got two as the foundation, yeah. then a further two on top in Jenga form, but they're at 90 degrees. Then you've got another two on top of that. Looks absolutely amazing. I'd love to play Meat Jenga. So that's like a little tower of sausages. Is he eating six sausages? That's it's doable. That's it's doable. Right, that's a packet. Yeah. That is a packet of sausages, so you may as well finish it. That's yeah. not normal. Throw it away, help the environment. <laughs> do a pack. Definitely, most people just do a pack, don't they? Yeah, well, I'd say. What other meats could we Jenga? We've got five minutes to work that one out. <laughs> Let's go. <laughs> what a finale to our week's cover here on Breakfast. Absolute Radio. The Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie. It's what happens when you take out all the music, travel, news, regular news and adverts from the show. Unfortunately, it still contains the two of them talking. The countdown is on to putting your trekkie bottoms on and watching a box set. It's a Friday morning. Bush and Richie here with The Breakfast Show. Bangers all the way till 10, that's how it works, but it's musical bangers, it's not sausages, as we have discussed. Uh, Meat Jenga was put Ooh. forward as a premise, you're going with it, Gaz in Leeds, pork ribs would work, so they it's would. good. They're curved though, aren't they, ribs? Very difficult to Jengaize. No, 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 but if you put them uh, on their side, then it's just, the, the curve is, is, is just towards you or away from you, it's not, it wouldn't affect the tower. The curve's neither here nor there, mm. is it on the side? Very important point. Uh, James in Colchester says the fish finger was made to Jenga, that's good, that would work very well. Not meat though, is it? It's fish. Yes, it is. Well, no, it's, it's fish, it's not meat. Meat is a fish, it's not veg, is it? I don't think fish is meat. No, it's fish. That's why you can be like a pescatarian or a vegetarian. Look at his face, the confusion. It's yeah, I think fish and meat are two separate, entirely separate things, aren't they? It'd be, it'd be in different bits of the menu in a restaurant, I think. I have to check that. <laughs> <laughs> I have to check he's that. Going, he's literally checking it. Um, James Tipping, the ironically named James Tipping, says pork chop, Jenga. Pork chop, Jenga. Richie is actually checking that out now. That's right, isn't it? Fish isn't meat, guys. No, it's fish. Okay. Fish doesn't fit into any other food group because meat... Because it... I have to check. I have to check. <laughs> no, we'll, be, uh, we'll be back in a second. Richie's just checking this out. We'll be back in a second, yeah? The Home Time Podcast with Bush and Richie. If you're listening, it's probably not home time anymore, but we can't be bothered to think of a new name. Absolute Radio. The Absolute Radio Breakfast Show, Friday morning. That is nearly it from us, isn't it? It is. But the debate still rages on about this meat thing, doesn't it? <laughs> I don't know how we got ourselves into this. It's not planned. We got excited about the thought of meat Jenga. Someone sent pictures of sausages in Jenga form. 
we thought, is there other meats that you can play with? Someone suggested fish fingers. Then we were debating, is it a meat? It's, it's not a meat. Fish the show meat, has ended it. Well, I don't know. It's you know, meat is flesh, fish is flesh, isn't it? What so. a controversial <laughs> way to end the show, guys. It's ended in tatters. It's like really. the end of a... You've been watching like a, a box set on Netflix and then yeah. it ends and you're like, what? That's no ending. <laughs> yeah. That's not an ending. That's not ended probably. Although I love this text in from Andy on the M26. says, did Richie check the fish dark web? <laughs> <laughs> we leave it there? Yeah. 